This is Robert Marlacci, Chief Digital Curator of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's Learning and Technology magazine. This podcast is brought to you by C21 Canada, Canadians for 21st Century Learning and Innovation. I'm honoured to have joined me for a Mindshare Learning Moment, DJ Cunningham, the CEO of LearnStyle. Thank you for joining me this afternoon, uh, DJ. It is absolutely my pleasure. Well, thank you so much for the tour of your facility yesterday, and I had a good opportunity to gain an appreciation for the awesome work that you and your team does in education, and uh, perhaps you can share with us uh, what inspired uh, LearnStyle. What inspired LearnStyle was somewhat of a, a personal journey. Uh, I'm somebody that, that I shared with you yesterday who has struggled my entire life with a learning disability and ADHD. Uh, and really what inspired LearnStyle Learn was taking a look at the education space and recognizing that there wasn't a lot of um, solid training opportunities for students to really understand how to best leverage education technology to their advantage. And we saw an opportunity from a strategic training standpoint, and what I mean by that is uh, when we were taking a look at a lot of the traditional training that was happening within education, it was very technology-focused. And what I mean by that, very point-and-click, uh, here's a program, here's how you turn it on, here's how you save it. But it was really uh, missing an application approach, and, and that's where we kind of came in. And I drew upon my personal experience from using technology and primarily learning strategies to help overcome some of my learning challenges due to my, my learning disability. And uh, we turned that into a training process, a training model. And that model uh, has become one of our uh, core uh, products of which we, we really offer at LearnStyle. And uh, at this point, we're the largest direct-to-student and direct-to-teacher provider of technology training here in Ontario. Well, congratulations on that. And what is your, your core product focus? You have a differentiated instruction uh, tool that, that fascinated me that would be ideal for every student to experience you know, an identification of their learning style, if you will. Right, absolutely. So aside from the service side of the company, the other side of the company uh, at LearnStyle is an app development uh, side. And the core product that we've been working on for uh, the last couple of years is a, is a tool called Pulse. And what Pulse essentially is, it is a tool to support teachers. It's a tangible tool to support teachers with uh, differentiated instruction. And how we achieve this is through an evaluation process which students would go through, and it's been gamified, and we use something known as stealth assessment. So students essentially play 16 video games, uh, not realizing that in the background we're collecting a lot of data on their gameplay and we're um, analyzing the approach to how they're completing different obstacles we're giving them. And through an analysis of their gameplay, um, we've created an, al an algorithm that will indicate what uh, students' learning tendencies are, whether they're uh, visual or auditory or kinesthetic, so on and so forth. And that information is then displayed to a teacher in a dashboard format. 
actually a teacher within um, a half an hour of students uh, playing their games. It takes about a half an hour for a student to complete this evaluation. Right. Teachers can have a uh, somewhat of a curated view of what their uh, students' learning profiles look like. And then the next step for the teachers and where the true professional development comes into play is that we start attaching high-yield instructional strategies that have been chosen based on the student learning profiles of which the teachers are interacting with. And we are showing the teachers the most effective instructional strategies that they can, in fact, use with those students. So the end result uh, is a tool that's uh, allowing teachers to be challenged in a, in a professional growth way by showing them a, a wide variety of instructional strategies, but intelligently showing uh, it to them by connecting those strategies to the actual evaluation, the learning profiles of their students. Powerful stuff. Are you seeing the trend of DI or personalized learning gaining traction in education? Yeah, you know, that's a great, it is a great um, thought. And differentiated instruction is one of those things that the theory has been around for a long time. Um, and where we are seeing a lot of the growth in DI is in the actual traction and implementation of it. And what I mean by that is the theory is something of which most people in education definitely agree upon. Uh, but we've also been seeing that it's one of the most challenging things to achieve. Now, technology has allowed us to do a DI in a more sophisticated and in a more efficient way. So we are seeing the popularity of, of actually implementing it really increase. The other thing that we've really noticed, uh, which you mentioned, is the personalized learning. So this thought process of really moving away from a teacher-centric classroom to a more student-centric classroom. And again, we're seeing technology playing a large piece of that, especially cloud technology, uh, in a massive way, allowing that individ individualization to happen. And it's one of the things right. that Pulse um, really strives to support a teacher in the sense that a teacher now has that learning profile of a student, and they're able to uh, customize their approach with that student based on their various learning tendencies. Fantastic. What is driving this trend? I think a lot of what's driving this trend right now is just the realization that uh, every learner learns differently. And I mean, it's no, it's no new revelation that education has been experiencing a massive transformation over, I'd say, probably the last decade. And it, 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 that transformation is still happening. And it's, transfor it's transforming from really a, a paradigm that was to support a more um, industrialized uh, workforce to now really looking at how do we create those life skills that allow students to emerge from education and go in a plethora of different directions. And so the individualization is a key component of that, is focusing in on those students' strengths and those students' weaknesses and providing them the strategies, the skill sets, showing them the technology that will, again, allow them to flourish in this incredibly changing world. So, again, to me, a lot of what's driving
describing this is just mm-hmm. how the world is uh, moving at such a, a quicker pace. Um, when we take a look at Canada in particular, I mean, I think one of our greatest exports is our ideas. It's our um, intuition. It's it's all of the good uh, thoughts that we can create. And we, we definitely need an education system that's going to promote students in building the skill sets, the individualized skill sets that are going to allow them to uh, go off and come up with the next great idea, the next great innovation. Absolutely. What, what advice do you offer teachers looking to go down this path of personalized learning or, you know, I was at the Ed Camp 905 on the weekend and one of the teachers was implementing the flipped classroom and he was looked upon by his fellow colleagues as, as you know, uh, out of his mind. You know, So yeah, yeah. sometimes you're a bit of a lone uh, wolf out there when you're innovating. Absolutely. Um, re- really what, what I offer teachers as, as any advice on this is to embrace failure. Uh, the only way that we can truly innovate and iterate is through our failings. And it's fascinating. If you look at any of the great thought leaders or thinkers or inventors of our past and, and currently, they're all people that embrace failure with, with open arms. And it's funny me being a person that um, has a learning disability and ADHD, I've, I've, I feel like I've lived a life full of failures. So it's something that I've become accustomed to, and it's something that I've learned to embrace. Right. It is the most organic learning opportunity in existence. So the reason why that is uh, the advice I offer is because if teachers are afraid of failing, then there's no way they're going to be able to innovate or iterate from the way that they are currently practicing their teaching and start changing it to that more individualized way, whether it's flipped classrooms, whether it's integrating a new piece of technology. Resiliency, in my opinion, is a key success criteria for the modern uh, educator. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with you more in those 21st century skills and embedding those, ingraining them in, in students and, and nurturing them is absolutely critical. And um, I know, for example, Google, when they're hiring nowadays, they don't look at where you got your degree and what it's in. They want to know what are your skills? What are you able to bring to the party? Absolutely. Right? And I, I presume you do much of the same in, in your company. And, and that's a good segue to uh, the next question around uh your, your hallmark is being an innovative company. Um, what are some of the new innovations that you have in store coming down uh, your product roadmap? One that, that we're pretty proud of and we're excited for is a, a tool called Cloud Gear Learning. And the, uh, the major pain point that Cloud Gear is addressing is um, how to uh, apply technology in a more functional um, framework. And, and again, what I mean by that is um, taking a lot of lessons from our direct-to-student to uh, training model, where we are really customizing what the uh, training looks like for the individual student's needs and, and matching up, again, those learning strategies that can be actioned out by, by technology. We're recognizing that there is a big need for this approach, where right now, 
especially in Ontario, we've done such a great job of getting technology into the classroom. It's now really looking at how can we make it a more functional part of students every day. Um, we know kids are great at using technology, but we find they're pretty poor at applying it to their academic realities in a more innovative way, if you will. So going beyond just word processing, going right. on, uh, beyond just um, utilizing email for peer-to-peer um, -peer communication. And so what Cloud Gear is doing, it is offering uh, a just-in-time solution for students where they're able to search through uh, a catalog of different tasks that they would have to complete in a day, whether it's uh, comprehension, whether it is idea generation or problem solving, so real things that they have to do each day. And when they uh, click onto the area of need that they have, they'll then be presented with streaming video strategies. And, and I really, really focus in on the strategy component first. So we want kids to first understand what is the strategy to support them in the area that they need to complete. Uh, if it's the writing process, for instance, a strategy would be towers. Think, organize, edit, rewrite, share. And then we present to them a tutorial that's going to show them how they can action that specific strategy by right. utilizing technology. So for the instance of towers, the think aspect, we would show them how to use a graphic organizer like a Mitomo, where they would start brainstorming all of their ideas and, and uh, being able to move them around and, and group them in, in various formats. And then take them through a whole series of uh, ed tech pieces that allow them to action out the entirety of that strategy. And then at the very end, uh, we've created for them uh, really a task organization uh, tool that allows them to take that power strategy which they've chosen for the writing process, and they're able to start mapping out, well, when do all these pieces need to be complete by? And all that's going to integrate into uh, calendar. It's going to integrate right into uh, drive if they're a Google school board so that they can start coming back to Cloud Gear as really the launch point for a lot of their academic work. That's super cool. Hey, I, I have to confess, I, I really admire your Twitter page and, and the number of followers. I mean, you're a bit of a rock star in, in the EdTech space uh, at 32,000 followers. And I, I know I was on before you. Ed. What is your secret to success? Um. It's a lot of engagement. Right. Um, I've had the, uh, the opportunity to uh, share my story of growing up with a learning disability quite often, mm -hmm. keynoting um, conferences fairly regularly. Right. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's really been getting out there and just connecting with uh, people uh, that are in the space that I'm in, that, that are in education. I also have you know, a great opportunity um, here at LearnStyle to go and speak to a lot of students, and it's probably one of the most fun things I get to do. So again, I get to, to go into um, high schools all across Canada and, and again, um, share my, my story, share uh, what we're doing at LearnStyle, and, and really trying to inspire the next generation, especially those kids that have learning challenges like myself. So I, I pick up a lot of followers along the way, and uh, I guess it's more or less putting myself out there that has led to, uh, to, to the follower numbers that I have. Well, the, the, you know, being the parent of uh, a student who had a learning disability, uh, you know, good for you that you've, you've embraced it and taken on the challenge and, and inspired others because... You know, success will only beget them, and, and because of your 
excellent work. So kudos for you for that. Thanks. Hey, hey, I have a kind of cool question for you that I asked uh, a superintendent I interviewed earlier this week. Fast forward to 2025. What does learning look like in your world? Wow, that's a, that's a fun question. Yeah, I thought it would be fun. 2025, I really see... Uh, 2025, I, I, I would see that there's a shakeup in how classrooms um, are being organized. Uh, I would see things like uh, complete immersion of, of special education into mainstream. It, it's in my true heart of heart beliefs that we now have the education technology and we have the educational pedagogy in order to have true inclusion. So I would see a very inclusive across the board education system. And also I would see a lot of specialization beginning to come out of, of education where students are challenged at a younger and younger age to really explore the areas of deep passion that they have and start learning the skill sets that are going to allow them to be successful uh, in, in the larger world, if you will, with that specific passion that they have. So that's that's kind of the big change up I see coming by cool. 2025. Are we going to see virtual reality or holograms like, uh, you know, beam me up Scotty kind of technology <laughs> from Star Trek? Yeah, uh, yeah I, no, absolutely. Um, I think that uh, VR has a huge... Uh, huge growth opportunity within education. Uh, I myself, I'm a very experiential learner, and, and me too. By the way, some of the things that I enjoy, you know, toying and playing around with, and it's the immersion into environments that I learned so much from. So, yeah, absolutely, I would see uh, students having the opportunity to, you know, immerse them in the uh, great coliseums of the past and, and walk through these, you know, fantastic historical you know, monuments and just get a complete 360 understanding of them. So 100% I see technology pushing that way in education. Fantastic. Thank you for that. Any final thoughts to share relates to uh, leadership, learning, and technology in the 21st century? Uh, you know, it's, it's just the resiliency aspect. Um, I've worked with um, literally thousands of educators and I'm married to an educator myself. And, and I feel that's, that in education there's, there's a lot of, um, A-type personalities, people really driven by success and perfection, and failure is generally, they're not accustomed to it. So, I, I mean, I really encourage people to put themselves out there and to uh, really embrace failure that will allow them to iterate and be inspired by uh, people that have struggled in life who have then gone on and have done great things, and, and to learn from that and as mentioned, put themselves out there and just hug, love, and kiss that failure whenever they have it. I love your passion. Thank you so much for this. My pleasure. That was DJ Cunningham, the CEO of LearnStyle. My name is Robert Mardlachi, the Mindshare Learning Report. Be sure to check out www.mindsharelearning.com to get your latest issue of the Mindshare Learning Report. Until next time, keep the digital learning curve steep.